0: Listening to season 10, episode 15. Bismillah, Alhamdulillah, Salatu was Salaam, Rasulillah, Assalamu alaikum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my dear sisters in Islam. On behalf of We Here and We Obey Lady Sunni Halaqa, once again we welcome you to the 40 Hadith of Imam Nawabi series. Inshallah, in today's podcast, we are planning to discuss. Hadith number 15. To begin with, today's hadith, maybe many of you are aware of it, sisters. So please don't stop listening to this podcast. Inshallah, this podcast will be a reminder for those who already know this hadith. And those who don't know about it, inshaAllah you can derive lessons for a better life, So let's move on to today's halqa. Today's hadith is narrated on the authority of Abu Khurairah he said that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said let him who believes in Allah and the last day speak good or keep silent and let him who believes in Allah and the last day be generous to his neighbor and let him who believes in Allah and the last day be generous to his guest. This hadith is recorded in both Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih al-Muslim Sisters. I'm sure that you all must have noticed something strange in this hadith. Did you notice sisters? Rasulullah sallallahu is mentioning 3 important things in this hadith. He sallallahu alaihi wasallam talks about speaking good or keeping silent, being generous to neighbors and being generous to his guests. Subhanallah, before mentioning all these acts Or deeds he sallallahu alayhi wasallam keeps on repeating the phrase let him who believes in Allah and the last day why is that sisters he sallallahu alayhi wasallam didn't just simply mention those who believe or those who are Muslims or those whoever or something similar sisters subhanallah using the phrase which couples believe in Allah and the belief in last day shows how grievous the sins will be if we happen to commit them or if we fail to follow the command of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Subhanallah, we can see many verses of the Quran specifically combines belief in Allah and the Last Day. This shows the important aspect of our faith sisters. We have discussed this topic in detail in our previous podcast. We discussed about it when we discussed articles of faith in Hadith Jibril. Regardless, I'm sure that repeating it would be beneficial for myself and you all sisters. A Muslim should always be conscious of all the deeds. Let it be the deeds done by our hearts, our tongues, or our limbs. We are certain that we are liable for all those deeds that we commit in this world. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala our Rabb going to question them without a doubt. All what we do and what we say are accurately recorded and it will be presented to us on the Day of Judgment. Allahu Akbar. Keep this concept in our minds. Muslims are supposed to be more conscious in doing any deed, sisters. Subhanallah. This awareness, this consciousness makes every single Muslim to do the correct thing, to follow the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the best of his or her ability it is the driving force behind us subhanallah now let's talk about the deeds that rasulullah sallallahu wasallam talked about in this very hadith subhanallah he sallallahu alaihi wasallam talks about speaking good or keeping silent being generous to neighbors and being generous to guests i know and i understand most of us may be thinking at this point why did Rasulullah talks about these trivial deeds? These deeds that we do not pay much attention to. Subhanallah. We might be thinking, what's the purpose of mentioning these deeds after a very powerful statement? He sallallahu further mentioned this statement not only once or twice. He sallallahu mentioned it thrice in this very hadith sisters subhanallah we sisters especially we don't give value or weight to each of these deeds that they deserve in the religion of Islam we try to trivialize them we don't bother too much we have a preconcept that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not question about these deeds rather he subhanahu wa ta'ala would ask about our prayers our fasting our zakah our Hajj and so on but the reality this hadith shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question these deeds let's talk about the very first thing that this hadith talks about there are numerous ahadith which explains the importance of controlling our tongues we had a lengthy discussion about the effects of tongue in one of our we hear and we obey ladies only halakha audios alhamdulillah let me repeat only one hadith regarding tongue in this podcast, sisters. Once Rasulullah was asked which attribute or which part of Islam is more excellent, and he wasallam, said, One in which the Muslims are safe, protected from the tongue and hand of other Muslims. SubhanAllah, we do see all sorts of abuse. That's happening around the world today. Let it be physical or mental abuse of women, children or elderly. The significance that they give to physical abuse is not given to the verbal abuse. It has become the norm of the society. But our religion, Deen Al-Islam, gives due attention to both abuses. Not only that, sisters. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders to protect the people from both of them. When we say speaking good, this includes speaking words of comfort to our families, friends, relatives, even strangers. The outcome of speaking good is enjoining good and forbidding evil. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Asr, all the people are in loss except those who have faith, do good, and urge each other to the truth and urge each other to patience. Not only that sisters, offering assistance with regard to religious or worldly matters giving good advice saying comforting words when they need all are speaking good if we can't speak good rasulullah sallallahu alaihi commanded us to remain silent it's a serious command sisters we are not allowed to talk ill about others we are not allowed to talk even a word that can hurt another person we especially women speak a lot And most of the time, we speak about others. We talked about it in our previous podcast. Subhanallah, we talk about others. When we backbite others, we know how grave that sin is. We all know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the glorious Quran that backbiting is like you eat the flesh of your dead brother. Subhanallah, imagine. We know this. We know this. But we still continue to backbite. It's a major sin, sisters. The next sin, the major sin is slandering. We know about this major sin as well sisters. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah number 24 verse number 4 and those who accuse chaste women and then do not produce four witnesses lash them with 80 lashes and do not accept from them testimony ever after. And those are the defiantly disobedient. Another sin that we commit with our tongue is namima. Which is gossiping, Subhanallah. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, our beloved Muhammad sallallahu wa said that people are punished in the grave for these sin sisters. When Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam passed by two graves, he said, "They are being punished, but they are not being punished for anything that was difficult to avoid." Subhanallah. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said about one person. He said. One of them used to walk about spreading gossip, Namima. Imagine, sisters. Subhanallah, these sins have more sophisticated ground in this time and age. We don't want to go and meet another person to do these sins. We can easily commit them through our social media by commenting, by liking, by tagging. Subhanallah, you have thousands of means. We have to be aware from these things completely, sisters. Now let's move on to the second thing that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi mentioned in this hadith. It's about neighbors. There are many ahadith that talk about neighbors, how the neighbors should be treated, etc. Rasulullah sallallahu said in a hadith that Jibreel kept advising me concerning the neighbor to the point that I thought he would inherit from his neighbor subhanallah in another hadith rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said by allah he is not a believer by allah he is not a believer by allah he is not a believer it was said to him who is that o messenger of allah sallallahu alayhi sallam? upon that rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said the one from whose affairs his neighbor is not safe subhanallah how grave this sin is. In another instance, he sallallahu told Abu Dhar O oh Abu Dhar, when you prepare to increase its water and deliver it to some of your neighbors. Subhanallah, this hadith is recorded in Sahih al-Muslim. Regardless who our neighbors are, they should be treated well to attain the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah, let's move on to the third point, sisters. It's about guests. Subhanallah, would you believe if I say the deen of al-Islam has given rights to the guests? Do you believe it, sisters? We've discussed this topic in detail in one of our We Here and We Obey Ladies only, halakah audios, which we have done in the month of Ramadan, two years back, as far as I can remember, sisters. In a hadith which is recorded in both Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih al-Muslim, he, sallallahu alaihi said, he who believes in Allah and the last day should accommodate his guest according to his right. He was asked, what is his right? So upon that Rasulullah replied, it is to accommodate him for a day and a night. And hospitality extends for three days. And what is beyond that is charity. Allahu Akbar. Treating the guests include giving them safety, Shelter, food, privacy, honor, help or aid whenever they need it. All are parts of how we should deal with our guests. At the same time, guests should understand the circumstances of the host and should behave in an appropriate way that would not cause any harm. Subhanallah. Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam said, It is not permissible for a Muslim to stay so long with his brother till he makes him sinful. So the Sahaba asked Rasulullah, O oh Messenger of Allah, how can He make him sinful? Rasulullah replied, He prolongs his stay with him till nothing is left with the host to entertain the guest. SubhanAllah, it is a practical advice from our Rasulullah. May Allah make us among those who benefit from today's podcast and make us among those who learn practice and teach his deen to others. With that nasiha, I'm winding up today's podcast. InshaAllah, I'll meet you all with another hadith next week. Until then, stay tuned with us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.